Lucio says, it wasn't funny. You guys are pranked, bro. I pranked you, bro. It's just a prank, bro. Just memeing on you. Come on. Got it memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 4 comes out. I'm Wheels, and I'm joined as always by Joe. How are you, Joe? I'm doing great. We're back, back in Kingdom Hearts. It's It's been a while, and, well, I mean, we did Dark, it hasn't been that long. We did Dark Road, like, before season one. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I made I made an, uh, an upsetting realization. You know how it feels like Unchained has just been with us forever? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just always been around us. This is the ninth episode we've done on it. Huh. Only We've only done nine episodes. I can believe that, honestly. Be- it's, it's just, it's, it's, spread, it's spread over like butter over too much bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? It, I th- the, the Cux is a, is a ring wraith, you know? It's, I, I've, I've been saying Cux is a ring wraith my whole life, Wheels. <laughs> Actually, do you want to take a brief, uh, turn the car around real quick, go right back into the town of Twin Peaks for long enough to say we, we forgot, forgot a scene. one scene yes. in the finale because there's no dialogue in it and we were using a script? This is going to be great for people who only listen to the Kingdom Hearts stuff and are like, finally, they're back. And we're like, hey, we need to tell you like a spoiler from the finale of season one of Twin Peaks. Hold up real quick. Uh... You know how Leland Palmer was going to go to the hospital because he was obsessed with trying to find the person that Sheriff Truman arrested because he assumed that it was the person who killed Laura? Well, he goes to the hospital, he pulls the fire alarm, and then he smothers Jacques Renault with a pillow. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Bye, Jacques. Bye, Jacques. Jacques, Hello, Ephemer. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm glad that we got that in there. Thank you to someone pointed out like I think it was Colton who said it immediately in the yep. the patron chat which we're recording this like the day after so thank you or else we would have not known and it would have gone like 2 weeks without being mentioned. Yep. Um but anyways yes we're back to uh I mean a, a mix of Daybreak Town and Sugar Rush. I have unfortunately made myself a resident Disney person. Yeah, by, you really by have. By force of will. Does Ralph count? Is Ralph going to count for your for make my movies? Absolutely. Yeah, I guess in, it is. It's, yeah, it is. It's from the main studio. They've done both of these movies. Uh Ralph uh, Reckon It and Breaking the Internet. I don't like either of these movies that much. Um it'll, it'll I never nah. saw Breaks the Internet, but I thought the first one was all right. It's uh it's okay. I just like to think the second one's not as, even as good as that. Um yeah. my my I, my galaxy brain take I'm gonna get to in like three months when I have to write about these is that at a certain point they got the movies just got too long. Yeah, the, the movies get progressively longer after like 2010, and I'm tired. Um, but anyways, what do, like what do they think kids are doing? Sitting for two hours? Anyway, no. Kingdom Hearts Unchained. I I I, I just want to use my power as as Disney boy, my my uh-huh. superhero alternative to just recap. For due diligence. Are you a princess of heart now? Ooh. Does this make, does this crown you? This, I finally did Things it. to consider for later. E- estrogen wasn't enough. I needed, <laughs> I needed to write 60 essays 
on uh, on the capitalist imperialism machine of Disney animation. You will you will perform some sort of transformational like salvific ritual that will take. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, Kingdom Hearts Unchained. We did yeah. we finish the end of Ralph. I wrote a quick summary of Wreck It Ralph. Do you want me to just read this really quickly? Um, yeah, go for it. I also have probably a, sh- a shorter, dumber version because I just was like, I, it ends with yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, what I wrote is. In the Ralph Zone, there's a big rainbow, and they put bugs and heartless and heartless bugs in it, and we're fighting them. Because this is apparently a Ubisoft open-world game, we need to activate a beacon, so Ralph and player character go do that by going inside a volcano and erupting it with Mentos and Diet Coke, because we're in Candy Kingdom, and that's the thing about it. The evil king dude, Ralph calls him Turbo, but I refuse to believe that that's that's his his name. name. No, no, Turbo, he was was from a different game, and he game-hopped. That and oh. and then he pretends to be King Candy. So that's why the whole movie they're like, yeah, you don't want to end up like Turbo. Mischievous. You don't want to go Turbo, which is like a fun like cheating term. Also, if you're a gamer, fun. if you're a big big gamer head out there in the audience, oh, I say that all the time. Going I'm going turbo. going Turbo because I'm hitting the Turbo button and it's just punching the guy over and over again. I'm cheating. We're we're uh, poggers over here. Oh, um, big poggers! Anyway. <clears throat> big poggers! Come on. Turbo turns into a virus heartless, but he's defeated by the power of Mentos. The light from the volcanic eruption attracts all the heartless bugs into the lava and the world is saved. You also fight a big bug heartless and Chirithi pretends like it's going to do a go now while you still can. I'll hold him off thing, but then says, just kidding, good luck, and disappears. They fight, player wins. Chirithi Chirithi sells seashells. (laughs) Chirithi seems to think that the bug is related to the Darklings, as both it and the Darklings seem to be attacking Keyblade wielders and looking for one Keyblade wielder in particular, although we don't know which one yet. We'll find out later. It's Ven. Chirithi also thinks that maybe just like how the heartless bugs were drawn to the bright light, maybe Darklings are attracted to Keyblade wielders. Meanwhile, Ralph, Felix, and Jane Lynch are able to escort Vanellope across (laughs) the finish line of the racetrack, which, as those of us who remember the plot of Ralph know, restores the divine right of kings and consecrates the profaned land. (laughs) It's true, and it's it's, and then uh, Sarah Silverman is the is the is the king of town now. <laughs> Congratulations! Uh, but she, but it's 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 a woke feminist movie, so she says, "I don't want to wear a dress." That's how you know. That's the, that's Ralph. Everybody. Most of this is in the movie. The Darklings, of course, are not. It's weird that the Chirithi is like, oh, the darkness is being drawn to someone. I guess they probably mean Vin, but the darkness already has that boy. Like. We, I think I'm not sure if it's going to be in this episode or because we're going to do unchanged stuff for a few weeks in a row. Yes, it, it's it's going to be in one of these episodes. I don't remember exactly when it happens, but it seems to be a similar thing where they where it's the, these the darklings, which, if we recall, I believe are keyblade wielders who've gone over to the darkness within this within unchained's world and rules they become yeah. darklings it seems and so for whatever reason in the same way that these heartless bugs are moths to the flame darklings i guess are attracted to ven because mm-hmm. he's pure of the stuff boy. with him being half light half dark and all that yeah but i think that starts when darkness takes him or something um because last time we left off darkness like poked its head out of ven and was like hey what's up dude we'll we'll get we'll get to it when yeah. we when we get to it i'll i'll save my interpretation of it but anyway we Cut to a conversation between Lu Xu and the Master of Masters. This is, I mean, it, it must be a flashback, right? Because it's, I, I think all this stuff has to be. There's like a little bit of a vignette on the screen, but it's hard to tell with these this graphical style. Um, but based on the conversation, I'm pretty sure it's all flashback. And the so, fact that the two characters are together, whereas in the yeah. present, I, who knows where Master of yeah, Masters is? 
Who knows what the present is also? Who knows at all anything about Kingdom Hearts? Another big downside of this being stretched out across uh, too big a piece of bread is I definitely understood what how Darklings worked when we did it before Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, that's I guess you're right. But I'm going to try... Three years I, ago, and we were still doing Ralph. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna re-listen to old episodes. We got plans to really make sense of this mess for our finale episodes of, of Cucks. That's right. So look forward to that. But these first two episodes, we're getting our bearings back. So bear with us. Uh, it also it doesn't matter what we're talking about happens before Ralph ends. We just kind of we just paid our Ralph tax all up front because it goes to nine seventy six. We're talking about nine seventy now. Uh, but yeah, that's do right. You, do you want to be Lushu? Do you want to be Mommy? Um, you know, Lushmi. So I'll be Lushu. Lushu says to Master of Masters, have you ever spoken with the darkness? Sure have. What was it like? Well, it wasn't much of a conversation. Didn't feel like I was getting through to it and vice versa. Imagine trying to talk to someone with a very unconventional thought process. Like you? You ever met a cis person? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Lucius says, you ever tried to talk to a libertarian? <laughs> <laughs> Lucius says, like you, uh, you master, know any master computer gasps. programmers. <laughs> you tell me a queer coded this. <laughs> you telling me a recoded this. <laughs> Anyways, master, master just kind of gasps and falls down like, kind know. of sarcastically. <gasps> uh, and Lucius says, that's exactly what I mean. You know, Lucius, some people actually respect their seniors. Maybe that's a novel concept to someone as cold hearted as you. In fact, I'd say you have more in common with the darkness than I do. Anyway, darkness can at least understand what we're saying, right? Well, of course. They've been watching us for long enough now. Really? Are they watching us now? Oh, possibly. Ah, kidding, kidding. No, they're not here. They wouldn't come near us without good reason. It wasn't funny. It was kind of funny. It was kind of funny. Lucy <laughs> <laughs> says, Got you pranked, bro. I pranked you, bro. It's just a prank, bro. Just memeing on you. Come you on. Know, uh, like and subscribe. Yeah. Ring the bell. Anyway, what about Ava's wielders, the dandelions? What if they come face to face with the darkness? They're tasked with the great duty of rebuilding our world. If anything happens to them... Look, anyone who faces darkness is going to have a bad time. <laughs> you can't predict what they're going to do or say, and they're really good at playing mind games. So the dandelions are in danger. Maybe so, but if there's one thing darkness has an aversion to, it's those who are pure of heart. Their thoughts and emotions are completely foreign and utterly baffling. Same goes for, for all people. While darkness may recognize what we're up to, they can't comprehend our reasons. All they know is that we're the enemy. They'll never understand us, just like we'll never understand them. And that's why we'll always be at odds. It's an us and a them thing, you know. Classic. Those things that, that always are just like that, and there's no nuance. No nuance. Us and them. Completely incommensurable. This is a good thing to think about <laughs> others. <laughs> There's a darkness in those woods. <laughs> Lucius says, what's their endgame? And Master Master says, who knows? Your guess is as good as mine. And that's uh, the end of that scene for now. Yeah, we cut to the present in the data world. The present, that it matters in this game. Right. In the... Watchtower, clock tower, I don't remember what they call it, but the big tower in Daybreak Town with all the gears. Yeah, well, it's, it's the, what, the union leader's, like, room. They have the big It's table. their, like, planning room, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's their clubhouse. 
Yeah. And there all the union leaders are there. Ventus Hall of Justice. Uh yeah, yeah. If you remember uh, last time Ventus like passed out and a being of pure evil came out of his body. That's right. And was like, "What's up?" Uh and so that's what's happening here and all the other union leaders are gathered. I can't remember what he screamed. I, was, I think it's what was ha- what's happening to me. But I just remember it was very fun to yell. How did I get so small? Yes, um, that's it. Yeah. Do you want to be union leaders or do you want to be darkness? There's a lot of union leaders. Um, I'll do darkness because I like to. I'm, I'm just gonna do the Vanitas voice. Sure. There's no confirmation. A lot of people are thinking uh, the darkness is gonna end up like takes a physical form of Vanitas because he's hanging out in Ventus for so long. I don't remember enough of the details about the actual finale to say that's right or wrong. We'll get there in like a couple weeks, but I like doing the voice. I was doing, uh, I think, someone pointed out I was doing Zigbar voice for Lushu before we knew. Funny. This is just fun to do. <laughs> um, so, you're welcome. Uh, but the thing with, like, Darkness being Vanitas, I'm like, is that too obvious for Nomura? Is that exactly what, are we gonna, are we, are we gonna overlook it? I don't remember if it's in this conversation or a future conversation with the Darkness, but the Darkness says later on that it needs... A brother! <laughs> that it... It seems like Ventus was a plan for it in that by taking over Ventus, it could use his will to kind of cut like the darkness is 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 formless, right? It's just the darkness. But yeah. by taking over Ventus and uh, hiding there long enough and, and having loitering forcing Ventus to harbor the darkness inside him loiter in a boy, it somehow allows them to carve out a form that is separate from, but still connected to the original darkness. So it seems like it, it's trying to not necessarily multiply, but like cut little independent pieces out off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ventus is the way that it's doing that. So my interpretation then would, yeah, would be that, yeah, it seems like the darkness that takes over Ven was originally the darkness of the whole world, but then is able to cut a little bit of itself off and then eventually become Vanitas, is my interpretation. I wonder if that just means Vanitas is going to be way more important later, which makes him looking like Sora funnier, but also make more sense, I guess. I think that, that they probably will be doing a lot more with him, yeah. Yeah. Why, why have another actor play the bad guy? Right. Just have one guy. Eventually, everyone's going to be voiced by Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. I mean, David Lynch did the same thing. Why not just have Kyle MacLachlan be three people? Why not? Easy. <laughs> What's stopping you? Anyways, yeah. So the darkness is coming out of the out of the boy, um, and all the union leaders just kind of, you know, talk shit at him. Uh, yeah. And you're gonna be darkness. Yep. Brain says, <clears throat> "I have to say, I didn't expect you to look like such a cliche." Did you watch the bars? Bars. Did you watch the like global North American version of these scenes? This is the North American one, so this okay. is not the fan translated. That's why some of these lines sound a little unfamiliar to me because I just watched the translated stuff. Um, I see. I just remember because the translator was like, "I didn't expect you to look like a child's drawing," <laughs> uh, which is funny. Uh, but the darkness says, "So you say, but I have no form to speak of." We mostly go unnoticed after all. And then he disappears and then reappears on the other side of the room and says, what you see in here now is for your benefit. Ephemer says, what do you want? Want? I want nothing. I simply am. Huh? It must be hard for you to understand. We're very different. Unlike you, our actions don't serve a greater purpose or goal. 
Lorium's here, and he says, Remember him? Then why did you take my sister? Why Strelitzia? It was his will. Uh, refer if he had a hand, he'd point at Venita. Or fuck, I think Ventus. the I think the model like disappears and then reappears like around Ventus, so you know what he's Maybe. referring to, or it's referring to. I was watching on double speed, so who could say? Uh, and then Skull says, "I don't believe you. Ven didn't even know her. Besides, he would never wish that on anyone." You're right. They were strangers, but what he wished for was power. I simply helped him fulfill that wish by making him a union leader. Ven would never want that, wouldn't he? <laughs> Who wouldn't? Come on. Power good. Come on. You can do stuff with it. What's better than that? Ephemer says. He's doing great now. Look at him on the other ground. <laughs> so powerful. <laughs> Ephemer says, even if he did, he wouldn't go as far as to take it from someone or steal their spot as a union leader. Power is power. How it's acquired is of no consequence. Lorium says, then it could have been any of us? It didn't have to be Strelitzia? Yes. You, ah, and then he attacks <laughs> and immediately gets wrecked. <laughs> yeah, Lorium, like, jumps out of it, just immediately gets bounced back into a corner, and he's out for the rest of the scene. Bye. Bye. Uh, Brain says, I have a few questions. Brain's very calm. I don't care that my friend is now, that two of my friends are now unconscious. I see how things are going. I don't have a lot of time. Let's play 20 questions. Yep. Darkness says, go on. Why then? Because it was decided. What was? That he would harbor darkness. Your vessel was chosen? Yes. It was written in the Book of Prophecies. You've read the book? In a manner of speaking, yes. At least the parts that matter to us. Dark notes. <laughs> we read the <laughs> dark, dark notes. We read the dark notes. <laughs> Brain says, how? We read the words as they were being written. In the book? What the yeah. That's stupid... Yes. Your name is Brain. What kind of question is that? Yes, yes. the words yes. of the book were being written in the book. What? Wait. No, in, in, in the book? The what? files are in the computer? This is... What? Uh, Brain says, what exactly is your relationship with the master? We're brothers. No. Uh, <laughs> he says, we're, <laughs> we're old friends. Friends? Then you and the master... Oh, sorry. This is Ephemer now. Ephemer says, friends... Then you and the master are on the same side? We have no need to side with people, Brain says. All right, next question. I don't feel like that was answered. <laughs> <laughs> no. You've hidden from us all this time. Why show yourself now? You're wrong. We haven't been hiding. You simply never noticed us before. All that's changed is that now you've finally acknowledged our existence. That's relatable. <laughs> <laughs> Last question. You keep saying we. But what do you mean? Shadows outnumber light. I'm pretty sure he says last question twice because I wouldn't have wrote it written twice. it twice, I don't think. Okay, but, but last but question for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final, final, for real, dot, doc. <laughs> yep. Brain asks. Okay, last question. Are you the only one here right now? Yes. Good to know. And he summons his keyblade. Notably. Have we, I don't know if we've seen his before. It's been eight months since we've talked about this game. But his keyblade is the, oh, I don't remember its name, but it's the one that Ericus has. The Oh, neat. Def, I don't, something Defender. I don't, I used to know the name of it. I guess that's worth remembering. But, uh, yeah, Ephraim is like, huh? And then they all, they're gonna, they're gonna fight. Uh, yeah, they do. It's, we, but like the second the fight begins, we cut away, we cut away from it, um, into yes. a, another Master of Masters and Lushu flashback. You ready, folks? Yeah, it's pretty quick. 
Why don't you just, you, yeah, we'll just keep it. You can beat Lushu again. Yeah, and Lushu says, I'm really worried about the dandelions. The book tells of a future with light. That's proof they'll be fine. Are you sure? Well, it's a pretty long read, so I skipped over the details of each individual person's fate. Even though our future depends on them? You're not going to let this go, are you? Tell you what, <laughs> it's your role to keep watch, so why not watch over them while you're at it? But nothing more than that. Don't go getting your hands dirty. Okay. Uh, he, he gets his hands dirty. <laughs> so that's the end of 976. 977 is a really big quest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think we're good to start it. Yeah. Do some of it this episode since we're not even close to 30 minutes. And then finish 977 next time. Certainly. All right, more Lushu. Yeah, this time he's on a cliff. It's the, you know, we've been there it's before. The this seems to you be. You know the cliff. In the timeline, this seems to be. I think the scene is in the present because the sky is like glitching. Oh, okay. Um, I think the, the, the world slash game servers are being shut down. Um, that and... makes sense. I guess it makes sense. To the ma- with the, whatever. I don't, I don't really know what the master of masters. I think he, I think he's gone. I think Lucius stuck around through the second coming of Cux. But I don't think Master. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm confused. You are right. It is in the presence, and it's present. It is in the present, and it's just Lushu. Um, but then he immediately reminisces about yes. an earlier scene where we he's talking to, to a Master of Masters. Scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like memory of mom written now. Memory of Master of Masters. <laughs> yeah, I thought of that too as I was writing it. Um, but yeah, he's having another memory. I'll continue to be mom. This, this is. A scene we've seen before, but I think it continues past what we ever saw before. Sure. Because um, it is it is mom giving Lushu the box. So it kind of starts in the middle of the sentence. And he says, And this box needs to stay out of sight. Just watch with your own eyes, and my eye, of course, as things unfold between the others. Then, when the time is right, go off and do your thing. What's in it? It's a secret! And, well, you see, the thing is, you can never, ever open it. Great, now I really want to know. I think I've cracked Master of Masters' voice, and it's just mm-hmm. uh, changing what sentence you're reading halfway through every sentence. Just like it's time. <laughs> That's good, yeah. It's just, you have, you've, oh, oh, we're go- oh, we're what? going there now. He's a, he's a roller coaster of a man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Lucius says, I want to know. Master Masters, ah, all right. I'll indulge you, but this secret stays between the two of us, and you have to promise to never open the box. I promise. Uh, he whispers in his... <laughs> they put it on the Whisper app. And mm-hmm. then... Uh, <laughs> great response from Lucia. Lucia says, but why? You'll see. Can't you just tell me now? And ruin the surprise? Well, I'd hate for anything to happen to you, so I will give you one little hint. I'm listening. This is not a hint. This is this is this is word it's salad. Just further instruction. It's yeah. just, it's just a it's just a favor he's asking. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. Give me five hundred dollars. <laughs> uh, what Master of Masters says is, when darkness strikes at dawn and the lifeboat departs, this world will have fulfilled its purpose. If that happens, you have to see it through to the end and take a corridor to a new world as fast as you can. Lucius says the world's gonna end. Haven't I told you? There's no way for us to win against the darkness. That's why we needed to use the time we had to get all those Keyblade wielders ready to pass the torch to the next generation. This world exists to nurture the Dandelions, our little seeds of light, so they can be sown into the future. 
where they can stop the darkness. Then, the sun will finally set on this duskless dawn, and our plan will have succeeded at last. None of that means anything! What the fuck? Can you give me another hint? <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me a good one? Come on, dude. You're kind of just saying the same shit you always say. Yeah, there's darkness, but like, all of this was meant to suck shit, and then later it'll not. Come on. I, uh, so lifeboats, I, I know Your that's whole, referring- Master Master's whole plan is, well, eventually. Look, if we keep throwing shit at the wall, if we keep throwing light- <laughs> gonna happen. If we keep throwing light at this darkness wall, it's gotta stick. And then Lucy's like, but but the light that you're throwing, those are just children. <laughs> children with children with swords. He's like, nah, don't worry about it. Tell me how it goes. I'm gonna I gotta go. I think that one just killed that other one's sister. <laughs> <laughs> ah, don't worry about it. It's written. So it is written. Uh lifeboats. Do you wanna do, do, Oh, you were gonna say something about lifeboats. Yeah, I'm thinking about this monologue now that it's over. Now that the game's over. Uh, lifeboats, I definitely, you know, that's referring to the Ark stuff that comes up later. We, we, we've seen the Ark stuff already with the Maleficent. Lorium fought Maleficent at one point, remember that? That's weird. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I guess, like, there was an original world, an original Daybreak Town. It went to shit. Yeah, foretellers kill each other, I think. Uh, Keyblade yep. War, all that stuff. Go back to the data world. Kind of seems to start over with just the dandelions, and now he's saying right, like someone presumably master of masters, and or at least someone connected to him creates. Eva was involved, I think too. I think you're right. Creates the data world, which is just kind of like a like a waiting air, area where it's a lobby. past events can be can be kind of looped so that yeah. The way I figured is it's like we'll go into the simulation and live there forever until we can until we can find a way to escape the it's yeah. a hyperbolic time chamber. It's Kinda. we're going to sit here and think until we can find a way to escape. But nobody knew that. Both the data world and then into the real world and then immediately out of the real world yeah. because it's being destroyed. Yeah, but nobody knew that for a long time. So uh cuz it's cuz right. like the, the book of prophecies kind of let you teleport to different places through like light visions. And then the world shattered after the Keyblade War. Now they're in this data world. No idea. I mean, we kind of, now that the ending's done, we kind of know what modern day... I don't know. It, there's questions. We'll get to it about, like... Because another question we've had is, like, where is this data world, like, in terms of the timeline? Like, if they were to just step out of the data, are they going to be at, my like... In, my interpretation is that, and we'll get more into this next episode, I think, is that... Or we'll get into it in, like, two weeks, but still. Sure. I, I think when they, if they were to leave the data world right now, they would wind up in mid-Keyblade War apocalypse daybreak time. Oh, so you think it's like really crunched time? I think so, yeah. Yeah. There was a scene that I'm going to have to go back and find. Do you remember, if I said the word shift pride, does that mean anything to you? Literally nothing. Okay, I, I might be remembering the term wrong. But like, there, were, there was like a weird game mechanic, but like, they were just, someone was describing like, the the like there was three stages to the master of masters plan like the first one was first cucks and now there's this one and then there's like a third stage and we all just kind of forgot about it because it was fucking stupid it made no sense to anything and it didn't matter and now i'm thinking about it again because in in this scene in 977 he's like 
Look, all of this was a fucking nurturing place. There, it's just, just a lobby. They're going to join the real game later where they can stop right, the darkness, right. which is like, again, like, I don't know. It seems kind of like a bad dude. I would interpret that as the whatever step three is, is like Kingdom Hearts 4. Our real world where like Probably. Sora lives. Yeah. Um, is my interpretation. Yeah. Um, but oh, anyway, yeah. we've talked basically long enough. Do you want to tell people where you are on the internet? Uh, yeah, we'll finish up, uh, 977 next time, and that might be all we do <laughs> next time, uh, because there's a lot of people talking to darkness in that one. But yes, I, you can find me on Twitter, at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O, uh, I'm on another podcast called We Are Watching One Piece, where we're talking about the anime called One Piece, I don't know if you've heard of it, but, uh, I'm re-watching the show, my co-host Dory is watching it for the first time. We're still in dress rosa, shocker. Uh, but shit's starting to get weird and bad. It's a lot, so many things are happening. Just go check it out if you're a One Piece fan. If you've wanted to try it out, and a companion podcast makes you think you might, it's. I think it's good. I, I think it, particularly after like ten episodes of it, I think we started to make a good show. Um, another thing that I've been doing, as we I talked about at the beginning of this episode, is writing essays about Disney movies. Uh, and a project called Make Mine Movies. You can read them at ghostofjoe.com. You can listen to them. I read them to you. If that's easier for you to, to get into, at a, if you look for Make Mine Movies on Spotify and a podcast app, they're usually like 10 minutes or less. Uh, I'm in a break right now in July, but I'll be back with the Disney Renaissance with Little Mermaid uh, in due time. And that's all, that's all the stuff that I got to plug. What about you, Wheels? Where are you at? Oh, me? You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash singularwheels, and you can also find me on a podcast called Very Random Encounters, where some friends and I play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as much as is possible. We are currently playing Bubblegum Shoe and having a good time of it. It's a little... If you are missing the uh, teen plot from Twin Peaks, uh, maybe listen that, to the Bubblegum Shoe every season. T- every time you do that, I gotta add a layer in the in the Reaper document to fucking add auto-tune. Oh, sorry. And, <laughs> no, it's, no it's, it's great. It's very funny. I just want you to know that because I don't know if you've listened back to these episodes. <laughs> I don't think... I, I've listened to a few of the Twin Peaks ones, but I'm not sure. I've listened all the way through to when, we, when I start doing that bit. Um, but yeah, if you're missing that... Uh, that kind of teen mystery energy from Twin Peaks. Why don't you hop over to VRE.show and listen to our bubblegum shoe season? Because it's a teen mystery. I play a really fun character, um, and so do my friends. Hell yeah. Um, we also, all of us together, wrote a book of random encounters for fantasy tabletop role-playing games. So if you want to play some fun written-out encounter prompts, uh, a thousand of them, specifically you can find them at bit.ly forward slash random book with a capital r and b because that's where you can pre-order the book which comes out in october Siak. what else do we plug i just i, I opened twitter and now i'm looking at a picture uh, of a racer head baby uh we're what is it patreon.com slash memorize cast is that, that is the URL? that is the link yes um you can Get these episodes you can go there early. and give us some money, and when you do that, you get bonus episodes monthly if you do it at the $5 level, and that's a mm-hmm. good time. Comes with these episodes earlier. If you just want early episodes, uh, you get that a dollar and up. Um, and yeah, that, that helps us quite a bit. Glory Hammer, I think this episode's in July, so we still can, we're still talking about Glory Hammer. The third record will be coming. 
out at some point in... Actually, no, this isn't a July episode. I'm just ahead of myself. Um, it's... Yeah, it'll be... This month will be the second records yeah. Which, episode. Yeah, probably out around the same time as this episode. And then... Yeah. Then it's almost July, and then we'll be uh, talking about the, the third record, which I'm very excited to get to. And yeah, that's all over there. The Patreon, our Twitter is also MemorizeCast, where we uh, make shit posts or sometimes tweet about uh, what episode is coming out, <laughs> whatever week. <laughs> um, like to retweet stuff. I pop on there maybe once a day. And uh, what else? Our, our theme music for this show is a remix of Dearly Beloved by Leg Day, courtesy of Game Chops. That's like riding a bicycle, baby. People are gonna be people are gonna be jazzed oh, to hear that old intro again. Bapping. Yeah, it's been it's been a uh, uh we did Darker not that long ago, but it was just the one up. True. Um but uh yeah. It's it's a bop. It's a bop. Uh as always, links to our music will be in the show notes. Um and what 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 uh Discord. We got a Discord you can join. Uh link to that's in the show notes in the pinned tweet, email memorizedcast.gmail.com. Uh we're on the Orange Ghost Podcast Network. You can join a Discord for the whole network at the website, theorangegroves.com. There's a link at the bottom of the page. Uh, and I can't think of uh, I can't think of anything else to plug. Happy Shift Pride Month. <laughs> that joke's only funny if I'm thinking of the right term. <laughs> and uh, I can't tell you if you are. That was the end of Ralph. Rest in peace. Rip. Ralph in peace. <laughs> Got it. Memorized.